The underdog is howling. This is Stanford Steve and the Bear. Ah, yes. A home team getting points. What's better than that? Welcome in week. Makes me want to puke. The sounds of Piscataway. Uh, <laughs> hey, they're red hot. Oh, they are. Red hot. Shout out, Piscataway. I got some pictures from the tailgate. Did, People were there. Excellent. Loved it. The teaser. I didn't hit the teaser. No, I took I both I favorites. You lost either, that yeah. one? All right. Moving on. I have some um, failed, failed attempt at humor's sake that we wind up losing. Hey. That's okay. Hey, I, it happens. I want people to win as many games as, as possible. Um, Liberty now now gets the old Minutemen on the schedule. Back-to-back back Northeast. How about that? Uh, and Hugh Freeze known for points scored and UMass known for giving up uh, <laughs> points. Um, the important thing to note is that this is a big week, and I'm sick and tired of parent people complain about it. All right? For the first time in a long time, a lot of eyes will be on the Pac-12. The issue I have, Mr. Felica, and you and I talked about this, is that certain things needed to happen. Those things have happened. Starting to happen. All right. But now the Pac-12 gets front center, <laughs> and we just go, grow. As much as Rutgers fans and UMass fans are expected expecting losses every week, I've seen this happen plenty of times before. The Pac-12 gets two Two of their teams. Road cannibalization. Here we come. Road favorites. Everybody wants them on a collision course. We're obviously talking about Oregon at USC this week and Utah at Washington. And I think both road favorites are in really, really tough spots. I think they are, too. I would I would agree with you on that. Uh, I, I can't remember who it was that sent me a uh, or tagged me in a, a tweet the other day about like the particular spot for Utah mm. and how... Uh, it, it, it's something along the lines like top 10 teams on the road laying less than five points against uh, teams that lost outright the, week, the previous week. It's like one in 13 yeah. or, or something like that. It's a brutal spot for Utah, who, by the way, lost on the road as a top 10 team earlier this year at unranked USC as a short favorite. Uh, so they've been in this spot before, haven't handled it well. Oregon... Off of a miracle win. I mean, you talk about an abomination of. I mean, both coaches, Mario and Leach. It was just like, They're no, brutal, no, man. I, 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 you, you take it. I don't want it. No, no, really, I'm going to give it back. Just awful end of game situations. Brutal. Oregon got the win, but give it up for SC, man. I mean, they they, they are beat up beyond belief. Uh, no healthy running backs to, to come back from double digits down on the road. Pittman and Slovis were awesome, and and, and now you're home and you. You have the uh, the Pac-12 South in your in, in your hands, and I couldn't be happier for Clay Helton, man. I, I I've said it plenty of times on this podcast that I I mean I just think he got a raw deal, and he doesn't get credit for what he did when they you know uh, beat a beat a Penn State team that everybody wanted um, thought highly of, uh, you know, won a Pac-12 title, and. Let's look at SC first, Sarah. Right now, it's it's Oregon minus four and a half. The over under sixty two and a half. And the issue, I'm gonna I just want to talk about why I'm afraid for both road teams in these two instances. And this first one with SC is Oregon's facing the same offense they did last week that chewed them up at home. And when that offense is going, man, like they they 
There's receivers feels like coming from the sideline. You know, then there's guys running verticals. And the problem I have is that SC has way better wide receiver talent and I think quarterback talent than Wazoo does. I would agree with that. Wazoo might be a little deeper receiver, but I think yes. better. When you're talking talent. about man for man, like top three, give me those and guys. And the Ducks defense is B. I mean, Dye's got the broken thumb, right? Or whatever it is. Yeah. Well, look at the stretch, though. Yeah. I mean, Washington sort of exposed them. On that road, yep. but give them credit. I mean, they came back they on the road the against a hated, hated team and rival, and then they got to go back home, giving double digits, claw back their way. They hey, they, they could have lost yep. it, but they came back and won the game. So I give them credit. But I just like you got to ramp it up again. And SC, it always feels like they thrive in these moments where they know they got the guys to finesse you. You know what I mean? And now Oregon seems so differently built than they have. You know, obviously, what was that like? It's got to be five, six years ago when Chip went down there. 60 to 50, I felt like the game was. You know, but like SC just, I mean, they just, they're going to be way more confident in in anything I feel like um, Oregon's faced. And and they had a a, a tough lead up before these last two weeks. But I like Harrell a lot as an offensive coordinator. I think you saw what's happened since he left North Texas, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. I mean, that's a big loss uh, that's being shown uh, for North Texas, um, knowing that he was the, the play caller there. But I just think SC has the goods, and the speed and the talent is a lot better than what Oregon's faced in two weeks where their secondary has gotten shown up. Shown up. So I, 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 it's, a, it's a stay away from me right now. Uh, there's also the depth factor you you mentioned with SC. That's that's a huge thing. But this line has come down. I think UC's a, a a live dog, and I I think if you like SC, if you already like them, you saw the line go. I think it opened at six and a half. It feels like it's it's down to four and a half. So if you like them, I mean, I just why wouldn't you just take them on the money line at this point? Yeah, right? I, I, I would agree. Go for yeah, it. I, I would think that, and, they, and then the the game in Seattle is interesting too. Uh, just because you saw, you mentioned that Oregon's a different type of team than what we've seen yes. in recent years. They really dominated the fourth quarter. The physicality uh, of Oregon's offensive line wore down Washington in the fourth quarter, uh, allowing them to win it. Where, where is UW's heads at this point? I mean, uh, you got no shot of winning the North. Yep. Uh, you're a spoiler now. Uh, you've already lost a couple of home games this year for, for, for the first time in a while. Do you come out and play motivated in a spoiler role? I, I, I would think so. Off I do. Of, off of the week off, we're realizing. But remember, last year they went to Salt Lake, and it was a really ugly game where Utah oh. just kept turning the ball over. Fumble. Play the fumble, the fumble out of bounds. That was huge. Going touchdown. Yep. Uh, two years ago, in, I remember two years ago, Utah was a massive underdog. And that was the I went punt to, return? I went to bed like, oh, they're up double digits or whatever with like four minutes to go. And, oh, no, that was the bad beat. And this game's over, and, and somehow UW came back. Won the game, so uh, Utah has been a bad matchup for them in recent years. So they're going to have to bring their their best to them. But I agree with you. Like if you're if you're looking to play them, I would just I take a shot with both dogs in the money line. I, I hate not having a stronger feel right now, but again, it's Wednesday afternoon at one o'clock, and uh, this is our time to to talk it yeah. out and kick stuff around and get 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 ideas of where our head might be. If nothing jumps off the page at us, we we can't just like oh we we absolutely love this, but uh. Uh, I, I could see being on on both dogs in the money line here. And I know Cristobal has prided himself in rebuilding this roster and trying to get that SEC mentality where you build it up front and then move back. But I think Utah's game 
travels better. And what I mean by that is the depth on the defensive line, the run game. I watched the, the playoff show last night, and, and I, I wonder if people realize, and I think we should talk about it because we, I mean, we talked about what's his name, Fisher, last year, last week about Zach for Ma- Oregon. Zach Moss now playing in the loss at SC or and five Hunley, whatever it was. Hunley got hurt too, you know, against SC. So that's a huge factor if SC or if Utah was able to pull this off. And 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 run this thing out because that loss is not as bad as I, I I thought it was. I know I sound like a Pac-12 homer, and a lot of times I am, but I'm just trying to be real. If we're going to point out all the facets, and we have to when and we look at po- losses. And, and we're pointing out that what if Alabama loses a close game at home with an injured Tua? You're taking injury into account. You, you, you have you to take taking an injury account for one team. You've got to take yes. it. now. If you're talking about is Team A or B simply better than the other one? Different conversation. But if, if you're taking an injury into account for Alabama, potentially, you've got to take an injury into account for Utah as well. Yeah, uh, really interested to see Utah's secondary. This is this is a big spot for them, uh, knowing how they looked against SC and going on the road with a quarterback that can make every throw and that, in and, the world. And that's what's going to, yeah, you're, you're going to see a similar type of offense with yeah. this. And just... There's going to be guys, he's going to try and get the ball out of his hands to, to nullify that pass rush. That they create, uh, I, you know, we've talked about it forever. They rotate like 11 guys up front, but the ability to get pressure with minimal people is what makes that Utah attack, uh, pretty serious to me. The underdog is howling. I wonder if it is in Jacksonville this week. What do you think? Everyone that I have heard or seen or read so far is on Florida. In yes. This game. It's, it's, and, it's and, crazy. And I, think, and I think based on how George's offense has looked uh, the last couple of weeks. Now you want to—I think you do need to give them a little bit of a break for the for the Kentucky game that was played in an yeah, absolute monsoon. Like it just showed me people but, didn't even watch the game. But if you look at South, the South Carolina game and their inability to have success against uh, the, those cornerbacks, Florida's defense has better corners than South Carolina, mm-hmm. and they play the similar type of game. They need to figure out a way to stretch that Florida defense on Saturday, or else. Uh, they just go, okay, we're, we're going to put 10 men right here in the line of scrimmage, and you're not going to have time to either A, throw, or B, run the ball. It's an interesting game. It, it's six and a half. It was it's funny. Six and a half. It, it opened at six and a half, I think. Went, went down, down went to four back, and a half, and now it's back up. The fact that it went back up surprised me because if I, I would have thought maybe it would have gone back it's, up closer to game time, but the, the fact that it came back up is weird. I would have thought that it might, it, might, it might have hung around there at a lower number for a while because I do think the public – Perception right now in the and like I said everywhere everywhere I've heard uh, it's been Florida 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 so we'll see. I guess I would have to lean if you're gonna I mean buy it to seven and you would take a touchdown with with Florida here if you were, had to pick the game or you had to bet it. The issue I have all right with Georgia here is not really what I've seen prior. I mean it is what I've seen prior, but. You can't tell me Georgia fans are going to feel good if this game is in the second half and it's a tie game. Oh heck no! There, that is a that is a coaching mismatch to a pretty high degree in my mind. I'm talking head coach Dan Mullen versus head coach Kirby Smart. That is not a good matchup for me. Now I will say this, okay, with Georgia, you've had a blueprint by LSU who maxed out that Florida defense. And Florida kept coming because of Florida's offense. So I'm going to take. I'm going to think Georgia's going to defense is going to slow down Florida's offense. Okay, but yes. what I want to see from Georgia, and I, I get everybody wants to see you know RPOs and throw the ball, whatever. 
if you don't like your receivers, you don't have that. Like, use Swift in the throwing in the throwing right. game. Right. You know, match them up and cook. Create a matchup. Like, Both catch the ball in the backfield. Watch, watch what the Packers did Sunday night. Aaron Jones. We're going to spread everybody out. Or whoever the linebacker is guarding Aaron Jones. That's where we're going. 150 something receiving yards. Now I know it's not that easy, but just give me something uh, along those lines. And I just, I, I. <sighs> It did, have the, I, they've obviously learned a lot about themselves with the Notre Dame comeback and also the loss to South Carolina. So that's what scares me here because you've got to feel that Georgia offensive line if they want to. Now, Florida's a little light in the butt up front for me, you know, and that's where I think Georgia have, has have, a big match. Have you read anything about Both uh, defensive ends are expected Grenard, to play. Grenard and Zaniga both back, that's what, back that's which what is I've a big heard. deal. Yeah, but I think, I think Georgia likes their matchup there because they can maul them. I think they can maul them. And um, this game, I mean, I I don't really have a take on it. I know it's the best game of the day. It's pretty pointed out by our friends at at uh, Vivid Seats. It's the it's the most um, in demand ticket for a game this week, as you could expect. Um, other games before we get to our picks. I, 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 oh, what, uh, I gonna, lost a team in my college football playoff four. You did, but, the, but 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 they're still alive. Really happy for Kansas State. I'm going to talk about that. We, we got to talk have... Sunflower Showdown. Of course. All right. I, I want to give you a would you rather. Oh. And and, and I, I went back on Twitter and I tried to find it. And, and, and I think it was Joey Kanish who, who put out the poll uh, yesterday, the day before. It was like life on the line. Like your, your life depends on okay. betting one of these sides. Who are you taking? Are you taking Akron plus six against Bowling Green? UConn plus twenty seven and a half against Navy, or UMass plus twenty three against Liberty. This is pretty easy, and this is sickening, and this is possibly we're going to end our picks after this. <laughs> I kind of like UConn this week. <laughs> Listen, Navy. I got. I got. I was going to say, please explain. Navy enormous win last mm-hmm. week against a very good Tulane yep. team that almost came back and won. It's a Friday night at the rent. There will be more people at Navy's practice today than there will be at this game. <laughs> and you got to have serious credentials to get on that island on Navy's campus. I've been there. The practice field's right on the water. It's awesome. The motivation, I'm not sure. Now, I'm not I'm not questioning the motivation. I'm just saying the wherewithal of why. And with Navy, there's so many limited possessions that you got to think if UConn could score two touchdowns, you, you you feel good about feel good. 27 you, points. You, you, you feel good. You're red you, hot. You, know, you, you just came off UMass. 41-14. Four, four, you, you feel good. I think UConn could slow. I could think they could keep them in the 30s. 38-14. Okay. You know, like, what's Navy going to want to try and do to score more? Right? Right. You know, like, that, that's not. Akron, I don't think, can score. So I mean, no, even, no, the, even yeah, the ball, no, even the like, bowling UConn green, is, uh, bowling green's terrible. But but I, I mean, Akron's awful. I might consider UMass just because Liberty, Liberty's offense hasn't been as dynamic as it was last year. Okay, a- and again, maybe maybe they get held to thirty eight, which would be a miracle with with UConn with uh, UMass's defense. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's a 38-17 type game. The issue you have, talking to actually some local high school coaches around there, as we get, as <laughs> here we we get, go. In, as we get in our no, UConn no, no, UMass no, uh, two-minute update Sponsored for the by Bob's Discount Furniture. <laughs> <laughs> and Bob's stores. The UMass roster is was so depleted, even prior to the season, that it's it's just 
bare bones. They're at bare bones, and you don't know who, how many guys are playing out of position right. because if you're going to guess, it's more than you think. I'm sure. And that's what's, that's what's dicey to me when you mention Liberty's offense against like their defense is I still have to say you have to lean to the over in that game, and that means my, largely due to UMass giving up a lot of points no matter – who they play? I just what, think they're so undermanned. What was it? 108 points combined? Yeah, I think to, to it, UMass, to, yeah. uh, UConn, and Rutgers. Yes. So it's it's not good. Um, but if you're going to give me that, you could see the Huskies in the column. I'm just waiting on another couple injuries or maybe a little more info. And for you folks that are really mad that there's not enough picks given on this podcast, I'm sorry. It, it's Wednesday. Our schedules have changed. We do a TV show now together. Uh, on the daily wager, so there's there's not a lot of time. Uh, Thursday night, or I should say Wednesday night, and Thursday morning is is enormous time where we're trying to get stuff, and then right. our columns up on Thursday afternoon. So it's the week started a lot sooner, but there's a lot more to get to. So I'm sorry about that. We are still trying to get yeah, it's, as many it, picks and, out and as people, possible. And people are you hear people like, oh, well, they're just trying to drive people to the column now and not give it like. Well, you're, you're you're giving us way too much credit. I don't if, if, if you think we're we're thinking that, like, like I don't we don't want to. Why do you want? I mean, I'm not. I don't want to commit to something I'm not. Exactly. Sure. All good. Yeah. All right. Um, we got a steamer. We got a steamer. We have a steamer. And then in a big time steamer condo pick that you can bet your condo on. We will get to the steamer and more picks. Breeders Cup. A lot of Breeders' oh, yeah. Cup talk. Yes. We got picks there. Now that's what we're talking. And uh, plenty more after this. And then in a big-time steamer condo pick that you can bet your condo on. Is he going to go double dog consecutive week, cocktail party, go Gata? He could do whatever he wants. He's completely fire. on fire. Uh, I mean, people, it's awesome how people have just bought in. Uh, I have I've heard from people. Uh, obviously being at the reunion last week out in Palo Alto that just are on board for the steamer. Like, uh, you guys are, are, aren't are having great ears. I'm like, yeah, I'm not. But the steamer's on fire, so listen for the steamer. The steamer is here this week. Eight and one. Pretty good. Man. I, what was it? Uh, somebody was talking about, is it easier to go one and oh or two and one on a college football weekend? Yeah, who was that? I think it was Doug. It was Doug, yeah, and I think I said two and one. We were having that conversation. I, I think I, I think agree. it's easier to go two and one. Question for all you people out there. Um, so the steamers here. It's a blue. It's blue, and it's a Raider. Middle Tennessee. Was it Murfreesboro? Yeah, Murfreesboro. Middle Tennessee. Well, they Charlotte this week. Is right? a dog against our Niners because they are their dog. I believe if you're a Niner, Middle uh, Tennessee is a dog against Charlotte. I don't think they're a dog. No, they're favorite. I think they're minus three. They're yeah. minus three. Minus three. three. So the steamer is the Blue Raiders, minus three. Charlotte 49ers featured on Bad Beats. Yes. you. Everyone's a niner. Just remember that. That was incredible. They, good, heard, they, heard, they hurt me against Western Kentucky. So I, I hope the steamer wins. Okay. I wish bad things for Charlotte. Oh, that's not nice. Nothing in the second half a couple of weeks ago. I love that yeah, coaching staff, so I'm all in on, on Charlotte. Boo. Still waiting for my gear, uh, but that's another Keep time. Yeah, exactly. They got other things to worry about. Uh, so that's that's a middle Tennessee uh, for the condo steamer this week. Uh, make sure you, you, you find that on your docket and get that in there. You know, you know who else has been on fire? 
Connolly's been on fire. New you, talk, you, you talk about hold. I mean, he's one of us. He, he, is he, he? he? Well, I mean, he. I did, mean, uh, he's he, got he, yes, math stuff he that's do, he way does, above my he does, level. But, so I can't even put myself still, in his class. To go hold your nose, dog. Last week, Miami and Sunge. That's pretty good. It takes a special, t- yeah, a special kind of nose clip. And then I think actually, like FBI had Rutgers last week. Yeah. That's hold your nose stuff for me because the math is just way out of my mind. What does kind of does he want? To, he he have a couple picks. SP plus likes my he he said hold your nose again with Miami oh. this week. Oh, that's one of mine. Memphis gets SMU. I thought Memphis was going to be the steamer. I really did. I Arkansas really... State another one of his picks. Okay, and Fresno. Fresno blew up a money line parlay of mine last week. I'm not happy with them either. Oh. How, how do you lose to Colorado State, who's got like no quarterback and no running back right now? Mike Bobo. That was rough, putting the season win total in serious jeopardy. Yeah, we should probably take a second and visit those. Uh, at point, ESPN yeah. underscore Bill C. C for Mr. Connolly. And say those again. Miami. Yep. Memphis. Mm-hmm. Arkansas State. Mm-hmm. And Fresno. Okay. All right. Speaking of... The underdog is howling. Let's go to Tallahassee because I have Miami circled as a pick this week. The the favorite's just 3-11 and 11 against the number in the last 14 meetings between these two teams. A couple things. Jaron Williams starting for the Kings. I love that information right there. That's what I'm talking about. The under has come in in 12 of the last 14 road games for the Canes. The under's come in, in the last five games for the Seminoles. Okay, I like Miami. I think the defense travels. Another reason I like Miami is Hornibrook, I think, is going to start for Florida State, and that's a stationary target for Miami to get but, after. But I, I know it's a different offensive line. Yes. And a different, but he had the best game he ever played in his life in the Orange Bowl against Miami a couple of years ago. Ooh. He destroyed that defense. He did. But there was a huge turnover. Was it late second corner or early second? Third quarter. In that game? Yeah. It was, oh, the, 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 the terrible, was it Van Ginkle? I think Van Ginkle jumped up. It was a pick tip, Yeah, pick six for Wisconsin. Oh, I had Miami in that. Um, Great start. Bad finish. Oh, brutal. Perfect spot, too. All right, back to, how does this game not have a nickname, Miami-Florida State? Has, All the years you've it had it hasn't, need, it hasn't needed one. Because the, 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 the games <laughs> and the, the players and the talent have it spoken for themselves. Will we ever be able to explain the youngsters how how good no. this was? No, I don't think this is kind of like I think this is kind of like our, this is kind of like our parents and grandparents explaining like how good Army and Navy were, or like how good Notre Dame was. Oh, that's like, a shot right there. Well, it's true. <laughs> I'm kidding. I think the rivalry lost its luster when it, the old Orange Bowl Correct. went away. Right, it lost a lot of it. Okay, Miami program lost its character when that. Lost its backbone, lost its character, lost its identity. All right. So, it was a dump, but it was our dump. Oof. Man, that place. Did it shake? Yes. Uh, all right. So I'm on the canes here. I don't want to, I don't want to elongate this, but I will, I, I do like the under two here. So if you want to get that, you could get that over a touchdown. You want a little, go a little teaser with Miami in the under? What no, do you I'm think? Done, I'm done with teasers. Why? The, the, the toilet bowl just destroyed oh, my, you? my faith in teasers. Oh. I said I, just, I never played teasers last week, but <laughs> I had to just because of the alliteration. We've been doing all right. All right. So I, I Miami and the under, possibly both one or the other in the column, but I like that side there. What you, week, sir? 
You got anything written the, down? I think, the thing, I think the thing right now that I like the most is TCU. Again, coming to come back with TCU, I'm, I think, again. Okay. Um, as, as a small underdog in Stillwater, Duggan is starting to grow up, and he made, it really oh, made yeah. some plays uh, in, in the passing game last week. You couple that, the, the growth there with how they seem to be improving now with just the spot for Oklahoma State. This is, you come off of an, up, an upset win, you're favored. I mean, the situation, for whatever reason, and people will say about playing against trends or spots or situations, but it's not a coincidence that under Mike Gundy, okay. they're 2-11 and with nine losses Whoa. outright. The last 13 times they've been favored in the Big 12 game. And that in the last six times they've pulled an outright upset, they've been a favorite the following week. They've lost five of them outright. Ooh. So, All right. Yeah, uh, TCU. I mean, actually, three, three outright, one and five. We, I don't know if it speaks to the the makeup of the team and being able to get back up off of the uh, an emotional win or the way he. Ha- I don't know, but a couple of pretty strong recent in- indicators with with this team uh, this year as well. Remember they they, they pulled the uh, they, they they were favored at uh, Texas Tech, double lost. Yeah, a favorite home against Baylor, lost. It, it, Big Twelve favorite has not been. Uh, a very good role for them uh, this year. So, okay, or recently. All right, so I like it. I, I I could see myself being on them again. Definitely would not be on Oklahoma State this week. Okay, Thursday night, Waco, Baylor minus seventeen and a half to West Virginia. This game I have circled for a couple reasons, and a lot, most of them have to do with what happened last year. If you remember correctly, last year Baylor went to. Um, Morgantown and got romped. When I mean romped, I mean they got smoked. Uh, and I just feel like this circumstance, we know what Baylor has ahead of them. They, TCU next week and then OU Texas. Yep. And they're off a bye. All right. They, yes. they, they have the good win. So All right. They've had 10, I should say, they have 10 days to, opportunity to just get back. 58-14 last week, last year was the game. Brewer was so bad. He had three picks. Into the second quarter, benched, ended up being one of eight for twenty-two yep. yards. So I feel like he's got to be motivated to come out here. Baylor's way better than they were last year. We know that by the record, and I'm just not sure Neil Brown like knows what he might be walking into because he wasn't there last year. So Baylor could have a yeah. little payback, and he's going to be like, "What the heck? Why are they punching in another one here on me?" <laughs> uh, you know, really trying to work on some things. It's his fault. So I, I just like the situation there for Baylor. As I mentioned, we know it's ahead. Uh, last year it was not good, and I just I think they're the over's fifty six too. You could look at that, but I think well, I would the over fifty six. You think? Yeah, I think. You I think, think West so. Virginia scores. I think I, I, I think Baylor's scoring forty. Okay. I really do. So um, that's that's I would lean. I, I could see you know forty, forty five, seventeen, something like that. Um, I I like I like this situation a lot here for Baylor, so that's why I'm gonna I'm gonna lean Baylor here uh, minus seven. obviously buy it to seventeen if you don't want to give seventeen and a half buy it to seventeen. So last three weeks, mm-hmm. good segue. You've had at least one favorite of greater than seventeen yeah. points go out go down. Oh, I should have waited for outright. That. That's okay. Give it to you. So you've had six in the last three weeks. Uh-huh. You, any, any any thoughts on who that could be? Now I'm not, I'm not saying this is new pound the fist on the table. Yeah, uh, they're gonna. Houston's gonna beat UCF outright. Is it just? Is there a game out there that's 
greater than 17 points that might be worth taking a look on the money line uh, at, at the underdog. What was it? More than 17? More than 17. More than 17. Man, that's it. I can't believe you mentioned this a couple weeks ago. I thought you were going to give them out today. An old snake pit in College Park. Oh, well, that, that, you love that situation for the Terps. I, I, I do like the situation for the Terps. Coming off of an embarrassing, embarrassing loss, Michigan played its best game of the year, and everybody's back on board with Josh Gaddis, offensive coordinator now, and we, we it's pretty well documented the lack of love lost between mm. uh, those two guys. God, it's I don't, I don't I, Maryland able to hold up though against them. I don't think so. Offensive line. I, I, yeah, it's, I, I mean, they're brutally injured all over the place. Oh, man, that's like you're looking at teams like Old Dominion. They just clinched a uh, they're bad. losing season, I they're think, bad. too. They got their seventh loss. Could you see? UMass. U- I mean, these are the teams. You talked about them earlier in the podcast. UConn, <laughs> UMass. Uh, Could you make a case for Ole Dom. Miss at Auburn? That's the one Auburn, I just saw. Auburn coming at off of that Auburn, game. Man. In Auburn, no one's still ahead. You got Alabama and Georgia. I mean, Auburn defense is really good, though. Auburn is like they're better than what Miami was last year. But like last year, Miami wasted an elite defense. It's like Auburn just because breaking yeah. in, breaking in a new quarterback. Yeah, I, I think yeah, that the, the defense, defense is they, awesome. it's so good, awesome. And they, I mean, they lay it out there. Uh, I mean, there's uh, you can't even get Army. UTEP can't beat North no, Texas, can they? No, I don't. Air Force is given fourteen and a half to Army. That doesn't fit Army. Is there more disappointment than them? They, they, I think they are in terms of like people thought they were an easy ten win team. I would yeah, that's a that, that, that's one. San Jose State's playing. I well. just saw San Jose State. I mean seventeen and a half point dog at home against Boise, who hasn't played since the loss at BYU. Mm-hmm. That, that that could be that could be one late night. Sneaky, maybe, maybe, San, maybe San Jose State fills in some of those feel like seats on that grass hill oh, out just there. Flew over it the other day too. Hey, at least they turfed it. It's nice. Yeah, it's a hell of a lot better than what it used to be. Uh, yeah, I mean East Carroll, our our Pirates mm, not looking expect, good. No, nah, we 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 need we need we need Tulsa. We need UConn for yeah for push. Tulsa, we didn't get the best of the number. There. I don't see it, man. I don't. I don't see the double digit. I don't see it. Three comes to an end. A real. I'm going out on a limb, and I'm saying that streak is going to end this week. Hokies. The kind of say, really say, interested say, to I'm see that to one. See how Notre Dame bounces really back off of last week because then they got Duke the following week. Yeah, we're, we're we're in the stretch of schedule now for Notre Dame where everybody had an idle week the week prior to playing the Irish. Yeah, okay. All right. What else are we looking at? You want to talk a little sunflower? Is it possible to make a case for Les Miles to be national coach of the year if they win? If they go four and eight and win four games in a season for the first time since two thousand nine, three other losses by five points or fewer, considering where that program has been, can you make a case? You can make a case for sure. Who won? Who won Big Twelve Coach of the Year last year? Do you know? Because I'm trying to. I was. You're saying national. I'm trying it had to think. Would have been Lincoln, right? It was, all right. It wasn't it that to. rule. I don't think – Okay. Because rule, I mean, they're undefeated. If they go right, – like, that's in their own right, conference. Correct. Like, I, I'm, I'm sorry. That's that's a pretty darn good job. It was Lincoln. Okay. 
Yeah, you can definitely make the case. They've been incredible. They have 500, over 500 yards of offense two straight weeks. They should have won that Texas yeah. game. The new offensive coordinator, less, I mean, he, I'll give him credit, man. He cut the cord with the two original people he had calling defense and offense like that. Like, not afraid. And brought Let's in go. The guy who initially should have brought in to begin with. Exactly. And I mean, hey, sometimes you got to do he that. Finally, but finally changed. He finally gave yes, he in did. and went this way. Yes, he did. And, you know, good for him. But when I look at that game, I worry about Kansas because there's one thing that sticks out, and you saw it. They were fortunate to recover from it. Their mm-hmm. special teams are brutal. They've had four kicks blocked in the last two weeks. And I talked about at the beginning of the year, I left Kansas State against Mississippi State there, um, and they and they went and got it. doesn't look like a great win now, but you saw what they're capable of. That coaching staff is for real. And when you talk about the balance, K-State's going to have a huge advantage in special teams. And when you're giving points on the road, I always like that kind of stuff. So when I look at this, this Sunflower Showdown, I'd have to lean Kansas. I know – both teams are off huge highs and wins, and this is actually the lowest point spread in this game since 2010. The over-under is 55. Kansas State's given six. I would probably lean with, with Kansas State here, but Kansas' offense is for real, man. It's it's no fluke. I watched that Texas game start to finish. Uh, obviously saw the Boston College game earlier in the year, so that's going to be as fun of the, a game as you can watch on Saturday on a, on a day where everybody's saying that you know there's nothing to watch and you know all that stuff, so I think that's a that's a that's a a, a fascinating game this weekend with you know not conference title odds and all. It's just a good team, a good time to watch a game and and watch teams that could score and 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 play good football. Speaking of teams that can score, I'm not necessarily sure it's going to be good football, but <laughs> okay. so I shouldn't say that because UCLA has been played good football. Heck I yeah. can. I can see myself being on Colorado this week. All right, with, with, with those receivers back now. I mean, yeah, UCLA's played great the last couple of weeks, but they're just they, 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 you. You really want to lay seven points with with UCLA right now against the Colorado team that you know is is gonna. I mean, they're gonna score what thirty, thirty one. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm still kicking myself going back to that game on Friday night against Col- Oregon. Um. Where they just the offense? I mean, they get their ball inside the 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 ten yard line. They get two personal fouls and never sniff the yard line again. It's they are the most Jekyll and Hyde team to me. Montez, I've watched them for four years now. I I feel, I mean, their skill guys are really good. Um, and their defense is really bad. Yeah, you're right. And it's it's yeah. I mean, how, look at if you go back. I, what is that? Week two, Colorado beats. Nebraska, which was thought to be an awesome mm-hmm. win at the time, and UCLA lost to San Diego State yeah. that day, and that was just like, man, if you could have made that spread after that day, um, it's just crazy how the college football season changes. Um, I just find it as good as these guys and and our guys in the desert have been with the, with the numbers this year. That's what really opens my eyes when you see UCLA giving seven, like they're. They think they got it figured out, and I think they're with me um, about uh, Colorado. So I, I, I would see. I mean, if you're going to get full touchdown with Colorado, you got to do it knowing the experience they have, especially at the quarterback position. I could see myself. I'm just, look, I'm just looking down. Yep. 
games right now that are striking me. Um, again, because I haven't done a deep dive into all these games mm-hmm. yet. I can say just because we got so much crap going on. Yeah, I could see being on UNLV this week. Colorado State off of that win is a fourteen point favorite last week. UNLV having a field goal shot to mm. uh, against San Diego. Yeah, State. I thought San, I liked San Diego I, State in that game last week. That, that showed me now, something. Now, on UNLV. now you're, you're going to lay close to double digits with a team that just. One is a double-digit dog. It doesn't seem like a high percentage play to late line, late nine and a half there. I could see myself being on being on the Rebels. What's that there. line? Nine and a half. Okay. All right. Um, I agree with Connolly. I, I, Memphis, I think, is the yeah. The, I, the I right wanted to talk about there. that game. Roberson being out is a, is a big deal. Really, uh, he big hasn't deal. been announced out, but I think you read between the lines with with. with uh, Dyke saying, oh, he's day-to-day, and then the players talking about how it's going to be hard without him. It, it, it seems like it, it seems like SMU could be walking into a a bad spot on Saturday night. So Memphis is a five-and-a-half. I, I can't see my I, – I couldn't see myself playing SMU. Okay. Despite the fact that these 8-0 underdogs lately. It's interesting. You go back like 8-0 teams as an underdog versus a team with a loss. Last five instances mm-hmm. since 2010 – Typically, they're 4-1 against the number three outright win, so typically they've proven their worth at this point. But uh, I don't know. I think Memphis is better. Okay. Plenty more picks, plus Breeders' Cup, all that good stuff. But first, a word from the Bear. Stanford Stephen the Bear is brought to you by Allstate because mayhem on Saturdays in the fall is inevitable. Mayhem happens on the field, off the field, and in the polls. Mayhem lives on the wind, in the rain, on the foot of an errand kick, and during a trap game. You'll find mayhem in the parking lot during tailgates, charcoal that's not totally out, an errant football through a window, a flat tire, a lost side view mirror, and so on. Allstate protects you from mayhem in the parking lot and outside it, at home and away. You can't stop mayhem from happening, but you can get better protected from it with Allstate. The potential for mayhem during the playoff race is rampant. Underdogs, trap games, unexpected weather. Get better protected from mayhem with Allstate. Contact a local Allstate agent today. Let's go! I have uh, Nebraska-Purdue game circled, but it's circled for a lot of reasons. I was going to say, please please elaborate. uh, First off, these teams played last year. um, It was 42-28. Purdue won in Lincoln. Uh, I think Martinez is going to be back. I think Rondell Moore is going to be back. Yeah, it it was interesting. You you looked at in the pregame warm-ups last week and – like, oh, Martinez is out there warming up, and is he going to play? And then you saw Vedral out there, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, the, I mean, they're the two best players on each offense uh, to me. And that's why I'm just waiting out. I have the over circled. It's 56-and-a-half. Uh, Nebraska's favorite on the road, two-and-a-half. Plummer was terrible at quarterback last week. Yeah, for, awful for, weather again there, yeah. too, though. But the week's prior, he threw for 420 yep. and 327. Correct. Nebraska's defense yep. is not good. No, no. It's not good. So I'm going to look at the over here. I just want to get confirmation. You know, it's one of those things where you got to keep your eye on it because, you, I mean, if you want to just take it now and hope for the best, but I would think Martinez and Moore are going to play in this game. Um, and I still think you have a good shot even if they don't play uh, because of how the lack of ability on the defensive and defenses in this game. So I have that um, over. The only thing that worries is it might 
take a little while to get warmed up at an old nooner in West Lafayette. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it though. Speaking of Big Ten games, whoa! Fuck not chime in. Can I get an update from Bear on your relationship with Indiana? Oh, oh Indiana, oh Indiana, <laughs> Indiana, we're all for you. Oh Indiana, oh Indiana. Indiana, we're all for you. I, you. That was. Is that, does that answer your question, Mr. Really, Buckner? Un, un, unblocked. 812 unblocked. Whoa. DMs are open. Do you feel 8 and 4? Yeah. You do? I do. Okay. I do. They, they, they could, they could be ranked soon. Whoa. All right. I, I, I couldn't be happier for them. Uh, Coach and, and, Allen's and it one showed of my, after the game exactly. Yeah. Absolutely, like you know, everybody's talking about you know who's in the playoff, this and that. Like right there, that's where you see ninety percent of the teams we watch on Saturdays. That those teams are dying to go to a bowl game. They uh, can they play? It's um, what's that bowl alliance now? Can they play like close to New Year's Day? The Big Ten, every every I think team next, gets I think, ne- I think next year. Fuck no! Is a what year, do you got for me? On next that? year is the year it moves around. But, Let's uh, see. No, uh, you'll, you'll look because they got Northwestern. Should beat Northwestern. Okay. And then they, the, the the they probably won't win at Penn State, but they could. They host Michigan. Are they getting not, Penn State not, the week after Minnesota? Yeah, not yeah, exactly. Good spot. And then, but they got to go to University Park, Beaver Stadium. And then the, the the bucket games in West Lafayette, they, they could go two and two there, go eight and four. Let's go. What do we got here? They win this week. If, if they win this week, they're going to be seven and two. They're going to be ranked next week. Whoa! They probably haven't been ranked in. So one. that's why you came back calling because of the rank. I see what you're doing. Exactly. I'm a front. I'm a front runner. I sensed the ranking for Indiana, and I came. I came calling. Speaking of my ex, I'm glad I stay away from Virginia this year. <laughs> Man, they are so puzzling this week. And even this week, I look again. That was, that was one of those. It was, it was some, and, and I gave the guys on the set a hard time during the the pick segment last week. And they're all picking favorite, 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 favorite. Oh, Virginia, Virginia, Virginia. And I'm like, you guys gonna pick an underdog at some point? And I'm like, what? Do you like Louisville? I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah give me Louisville outright. Bang. Speaking speaking of national coach of the year, how about that guy? He's incredible. I mean, it, I mean, it will be hard if Baylor goes undefeated or Baylor wins the Big Twelve. It's going to be hard not to give it to Matt Rule. But I mean, is it more obvious I, just like how Louisville just quit last year and and Petrino I, just yeah? Like, I mean, I I noticed it the first night against Notre Dame. I know yeah. it's easy to get up for Notre Dame, and Notre Dame's not really you know looking forward to playing a team that right. was as bad as Louisville last year. I mean, think about what Notre Dame had to do opening that week like watching that tape on film like yeah. All right, well, you know what? We can't even watch this. Let's watch exactly. App State. Film. Disregard all of this. We're going to watch App State film. Um, no, the two uh, I've said it at the beginning of the year. Two of my favorite hires were Kleiman and Satterfield. Loved them. Absolutely loved them. And people and, and people did badmouth the Kleiman hire. Some some oh, people did, which I didn't get. Stupidest thing. Like, I've what do you like, what do you what are you what are you looking for? I forget who it was that they wanted. Like there, there, there was, I forget who the person was at Kansas State that people were. They want like, Fleck. I was like, you're not. Getting I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't like think. But but yeah, I mean, Kansas I don't, State's going to be in a Big Twelve yeah, title game. In, I don't. I don't know who was. A, it was the vocal minority right or just like. But but there were people who were like, well, why are we hiring North Dakota State's head coach? Uh, because they've they're pretty damn good and they beat Big Ten and Big Twelve teams like when they play them. 
Why why is BYU getting three and a half in Logan? Team team in Logan that was you talking about some, there were some awful offensive performances last yeah, week. Yeah, especially when I give out the over in BYU <laughs> or uh, Utah State Air, Air Force. Force game. I mean, they had the ball for like thirteen minutes, I think, in that game. You 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 would think BYU's quarterback situation would be better than it was two weeks ago when they beat Boise. I mean that exactly, and that's my point. Like BYU, that defense I think is 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 for real. They've played some good teams. The schedule's really are they, are, are, are they healthier now though? Oh yeah, okay. but I'm saying that their schedule is so front loaded with good teams. And now if you look at BYU's schedule, I I think they could win out. Pause this. When you look at their schedule, I mentioned you know it's front loaded. But I think they can win out. Now, you're right. At Utah State this week, okay. home Liberty. Give me in that game. I'm definitely taking them next week. Idaho State. Come on. At UMass and at San Diego State. They can win that that's game. That's, I mean, five games, that's at least three and two. That gets them to a bowl. Oh, I could see five and oh there. You could. But, I mean, that'll be, that, that should Starts be. Starts this week. Let's go. Cougars. All right. Keep an eye on that one in the column. I just, I'm like, why? And some places that opened at like six and a half, I think. I'm like, dude, have you watched yeah, that, that Utah was, that State? Was, that was good. That was good money early. Yeah, that right. Was, I, I would have. That would have been one of those like you're probably. You should have texted me. You were probably in line, like waiting for that. Yeah. Two bets, back. and you didn't even get it from the guy mm-hmm. that was two spots ahead. Exactly. Of you. <laughs> exactly. Two bets back in the line. Uh, what else we got here on this great card? I don't even want to talk about LSU, Alabama, and Penn State, Minnesota. Yet. Well, I just saw it. Phil Still tweeted Grant Delpit may play. Why wouldn't well, he? Well, he, he got he, he got hurt against Auburn. I saw him get hurt, but Come you would on. think. I mean, what's the? I, everybody's talking about Alabama's minus. Sorry, we got to talk about it. I'm sorry, Bama's seven. Bama's seven. What's the up and down? Sixty. Because I'm going under sixty-four. I'm going under. Going under. That's that's a that's the type of play I would make. Do you think Tua is going to be more healthy than he was in the title game? No. The title game or the semifinal? Semifinal. He was he was he was fine. I think by the semifinal last year. Okay. He won't be that healthy. I don't think he'll be that healthy. All right. It's just a shorter time span. Just. I'm. I'm. I'm, no, I'm just. All I'm right. just that's my opinion. Um, you want some nuggets? Yeah, some nuggets let's go. You. We're talking about those big underdogs. Yeah, Can you you want a back sunge? Illini twenty and a half point favorite. The last time Illinois was this big of a favorite in a Big Ten game, two thousand ten, lost outright to a one and nine Minnesota team. I would have to lean Illini. I can't do anything with sunge there. And I'm pumped they won last week. Like that's that's cool. Yeah, it was good that they Sorry. won. Sorry, no, 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 no college team deserves to go through a season like that without winning a game. Mm. NFL different story. All right, a college team shouldn't go winless. UAB since coming back been a dog twelve times, covered eight, won seven outright. But the two games as an SEC dog didn't cover either time. Getting what eleven and a half or twelve? Yeah, I actually, I, Tennessee man, good for them, really yeah, good for exactly. them. That was a great win last week. I gave out South Carolina, um, so that was that was really impressive. Um, 
Yeah, I don't like UAB in that spot. I just feel like they could get manhandled up front. I need I need a Tennessee one. That, yeah, under 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 eight, under eight and a half. This is right where I thought they would be, though. If you looked at their schedule, overall, why? This yeah. is where you thought they okay. would be, and you looked at the back end, and you're like, Tennessee, Southern Miss, Louisiana Tech, North Texas, end of the year. That's where the losses would happen. Florida, uh, Florida, been a dog six times under Mullen. Yep, won four of them outright. Okay. God, that game fascinates me. Two TVs, people. Three thirty Eastern. You got that, and then you got the Pac-12 game. Just so you know. And can and sunflower. Three TVs. Buck night. Where are you at Saturday? You don't work anymore. I'll be at home enjoying the games and then going to a concert later in the evening. So who are you seeing? Oh boy, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me guess. Where is the concert? It's in Hartford. So be the, uh, uh, it, yeah, hold on, hold on. XL at the Center? Meadows or the XL Center? XL or Mohegan? XL. I don't even know. Can they do anything at Xfinity Center right now? Blink one eighty two. No. Wrong genre. Oh. Missy Elliott. Nope. Oh. All right, I give up. Eric Church. I don't know who that is. He was a guest picker on Game Day a couple weeks ago. Oh, that guy. Yeah. That guy. Country guy. Yeah, they, they call him the Outsiders. Oh. I, I know one song. That's literally the song that I know. <laughs> How yeah. many times did Rodney play it on Saturday before a game they get fired <laughs> up? <laughs> Probably zero. <laughs> Eric Church. I'm, I'm bummed. Not. He's not bigger than the XL Center? Come on. I mean, he's mm. played just about everywhere. He's He broke the record at the Titans Stadium earlier this summer. Oh, that's a lot of country concerts. It was The record was Taylor Swift's. Have some of that. Yeah, I was there. I was at Taylor Swift's in that last tour. No big deal. You a big T-Swift fan? No. MetLife Stadium. I need to get, Killed to, it. I need to get to Tool. The problem is they're not coming to Hartford. i gotta, I got to make a call as to whether I'm... Got to figure it out, like what day of the week, whether I'm going to Barclays, whether I'm going to Boston. Whether it's tough. It, it, no, no site really works. Okay, but yeah, Tool I, fan, I, huh? Oh, I love Tool. Really? Yes. I figured Bear was like a Buffett fan. No. I like I like Buffett. I like Buffett. But I I love Tool. Really? Yes. Is there is there a greater song, like a greater like? expression of like angst and just pure disgust and hatred about, about something than than Maynard James Keenan writing about like Los Angeles falling into the sea mm. and Arizona becoming oceanfront property <laughs> that's enema that's that's what it is <laughs> read the lyrics all right it's great I love tool how the hell we got here I don't know because uh you were out you were Concert. asking what you were oh, asking what yeah, buttons was doing this week and what oh. games When's Ohio State play somebody? December twenty eighth. I got a Chase Young Heisman ticket. What'd you get it at? Thirty twenty five to one. 20. Can you imagine or, people have Joe Burrow at the two hundred? I know. One? I, I know people that have Joe Burrow at two hundred to one. Wow. Oof. Yeah, I my issue is the Ohio State guys are all going to take away from each other. Yeah, like as he, we talked about, like. Couple years ago, and Zeke and all those guys, like the Willis McGay, he Dorsey. Yeah, exactly. How many will go to New York from Ohio State? Be curious to see how how many. It all depends. I hate to say it, it depends on the LSU Alabama game. Like more Bama, like what? Like I could see Tua just falling off the radar. 
if they were to lose. Yes, I agree. You know, the like, fact I, that I he missed a game, that. missed a game, and yeah, lost a game. I could see that. But, I mean, nobody out west, right? I wouldn't think. I mean, Justin Herbert, really? No. No, no I mean, chance. I, I like Oregon. But I, I, no I mean, chance. But. Yeah, I don't think he's the best player in his team. Might not be. You know? You know Jalen Hurts, you think he's getting invited? Yes, he will. I think. You They'll think be. they're going to lose again? I think they are. I think they might, too. I think they're going to. I think this is... Well, I, I think there's a really good chance I'll be in Waco on the 16th. Whoa, early lean college game day. I mean, I think you'll look at the CIA. The important thing to note. I mean, it doesn't take a brain surgeon to figure it out the rest of the... I got you. Next week, I mean, unavoidable. I mean, I haven't heard officially, but it's kind of hard. Coach Fleck. You're going to row the boat? It's killing me. It's killing me. I want to go there so badly. It was great. But, but it's one versus two. I know. I mean, I, I, it, sorry, it, people. It, it, it happens. Will it be one versus two, though? Yeah. Uh, I think. It would, oh, no. And I, think, I think it will be You're one right. versus three in the college football playoff rankings. I think one versus four. Okay, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. But we, we, we both think LSU will be number one. Are you going to the Garden Tuesday? No. Why not? First rankings? No. Champions Classic? No, I'll be texting. Only if Tool's there. <laughs> Now that I absolutely will be there. Is it, actually, when is this tool show? I, I, I gotta. And now that you now that you said it, I have to tell you when it is. Pause for the tool show. No, 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 no. I, I have it on my calendar. It's, it, it's even better. It's Tuesday, November nineteenth at Barclays. No, it's a rankings night. You can't go. I don't care about the. I don't work. Yes, on you that do. Show. You are the rankings. No, I'm not. At that point in the year, I don't know. I, I will. I will text Herb Street and and Joey and Jesse and Reese anything and everything. They want to live text me about as the rankings are coming out, and I will be I will be sitting there with a with with a, with a flannel, some 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 old Adidas, some. Jeans. So you're gonna go? Oh, absolutely going. You're going? Is that that Barclays? Barclays. Yeah. I could I could I could maybe see about a couple things for uh, for some ducats. I think that's gonna do it game wise. We want to get to some uh, some Breeders' Cup for sure here. Uh, anything else that you sticks out? Please. Oh, NC State Wake Forest. Quarterback in question there for Wake yeah. Forest. I saw um, that's a big one for us. We can knock out a, a win total. Well, I'm there. there. We're, we're there. Oh yeah, that's right. We're they there. won. That's right. What am I thinking? Um, we're there. We, we need we need we need BC to lose to Syracuse. That game. Well, I do. That's my number one. Stay uh, away. Yeah, that's have, a yeah. totally <laughs> garbage <laughs> trash can emoji. <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to run down the slate real. Yeah, you you want you want to like recap like what we our initial thoughts yeah, were this let's week? Do that. To, All right, Big Mike, happy recap. Okay, initial I don't thoughts. think I don't think we did a Big Mike last week, and I oh, think that, well, I sorry. Think that Listen to the podcast off. with a pen and paper, people. Yeah, Sometimes there were, there we got interp- there were interpretations of could could have maybe yeah. Oh yeah, you're getting called out. Yeah, it's all right. I'm leaning waiting on injuries. Adrian Peterson, uh, Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson, Adrian Martinez, and and Rondell Moore, but I'm leaning over in Nebraska Purdue. Um. I like the Miami Hurricanes. I like the Baylor Bears. I mean, you got to think the over in the UMass Liberty game. Kind of maybe UConn. Kind of agree with you with Baylor. Yeah, I mean, I just look at that situation. Roll City, and I really want to give out Kansas State, but that's going to be a fun game to watch. Uh, That's what I have. Yeah, I'm. I'm leaning. We'll see. Check into the column tomorrow. You are leaning. I'm leaning Colorado. Okay. 
lean in SC, lean in UNLV, lean in Memphis. Okay. I want to wait and see on Georgia, Florida. I want to see if that number maybe comes back down or not, if there's a buyback on yeah, the Gators. That seems like a wait and see. That was that, was that either, could be a good that, live that, back that, game. Yeah, I was gonna say that was that was if you get get Florida early and then oh I like Georgia and you buy it. I'll, I'll, I'll wait and see on that. TCU I like. Memphis at could, six right now. Does Tulsa have at six? I see five and a half. Yeah, see, six. It goes to six, six and a half. I'm not gonna like it as much. Mm-hmm. Um. Tulsa have anything left in the tank after last week? Oh, that's a tough one. Tulane, you know, we have to worry about if Tulane's backs are healthy. That, and that's uh, all right. And, and I could see myself being on Washington. Yeah. How? Oh, what about Mississippi State, Arkansas? Big one. Oof. Seven and a half. On the did, road, did, didn't Chad Morris like guarantee victory or something this week? Ugh. But someone told me that they that he like guaranteed that they were going to win this week. That's all right. But Coach I mean, Musselman's coming with with hoop season. Yes, AFL, exactly. So be fired but, up. Uh, wow, Mississippi State's bad. They're both brutal. Yeah, that was even I mean, the it's Ar- that week after Alabama. Ar- Ar- Arkansas did did help us out last week with under fifty six. Absolutely big goal line stand in the midway through the fourth quarter <laughs> to keep the tide out of the end zone at forty eight seven. All right. Let's go. Breeders' Cup Classic. Breeders' Cup weekend is my favorite, like, gambling manifesto, uh, betting across America. Gambling, gambling porn. Across, it, it is. Yeah. Let's do it. Friday Juvenile Turf Sprint. I'm kind of bummed that they're not doing six and a half down the hill anymore at Santa Anita. First because, off, get your pens and papers out, people. Yeah, you'll probably want it. Good idea. All right. Now we go. I'm going to take a chance with the two band practice in here. I think it was 12 to 1, I think, on the morning. I don't have the PP in front of me, but I have my my notes. Second dinner debut, second start, saddle slipped, won all three of her starts uh, against males. I think the price is right. There are three Wesley Ward runners in there. It's your anyone's guess uh, which of the three is going to run the best. Knowing him, it'll probably be the longer of the three horses. Mm-hmm. So, uh I'd also be interested in maybe using the Tan Ali in the Exacta, but uh, the two band practices, uh, my top pick in there. Uh, the Juvenile Turf, uh, I think Arizona, the 12, is a total bet against for me, uh, especially from that post. Uh, the two Structor, uh, Chad Brown, two-year-old, I don't know if he'll get 5-1 to one, uh, on him, but I think he should be in a good spot. He has to improve a little bit figure-wise, but, but Chad Brown's runners typically do run well and do improve out in California. So uh, I think he's a play there. I had Andesite in the Pilgrim, Brad Cox's runner. Uh, I'll probably bet him back a little bit here. Cox looks live uh, this weekend in all of his races. Uh, if you're looking for a uh, an- another horse to maybe throw in there with Andesite or uh, Structor, use Decorated Invader. Uh, the Juvenile Phillies. Uh, obviously the word was out on uh, Donna Veloce. Uh, in her debut, she ran massive. She might just be better than everyone, but <laughs> you, you draw the rail. Uh, she's going to be a t- under a ton of pressure from a betting standpoint. I think you got to look elsewhere. Uh, I'm going to take a five with Lazy Daisy, uh, the five horse. She won in her debut at Del Mar, drew the rail at seven furlongs, and predictably then beaten at the Del Mar debutante. 
Uh, she was really game in the, in, in the Pocahontas, and I don't think she needs the, the lead to win. Uh, Doug O'Neill typically wins stakes races with long shots. Uh, the price is going to be right here. Uh, I think you take a look at Lazy Daisy. I, again, Brad Cox, British idiom, who I had uh, at Keeneland in, in, in last start. He figures in here as well. She figures in here as well. Okay. Uh, juvenile Philly Turf. Uh, my top pick is the uh, the five Dae. She's been favored in all five of her starts. I don't think she's going to have any trouble getting the uh, the extra furlong. I also wouldn't argue anybody that liked uh, the 9 Albina, the 11 Sharing, or the 13 Selflessly, even though Selflessly drew a brutal post, and even Chad Brown has publicly commented about how <laughs> he does not like the post there for her. <laughs> and then the final Breeders' Cup race on Friday, uh, the Juvenile. Uh, I think this is a race where you need to look beyond the top two choices, uh, Dennis's moment and eight, and eight rings. Uh, Dell Romans' horse, uh, Dennis's moment, uh, stuck down inside. Two huge efforts, uh, last two races. Uh, I believe he's 0 for 8 in this, in, in the juvenile. So I, I think he's a little bit of a, this might be the best juvenile he's had. So maybe, maybe he could win, but, but eight rings by Baffert's horse has looked really sluggish in, in, in his, in his last work. So I think you gotta look a little bit deeper than the top two. I think, uh, the scratch of Maxfield is huge and it's probably gonna hurt. Your price and some of the longer shots in the field. Uh, I'm going to take a little bit of a shot uh, with, with a Steve Asperson who are shoplifted. Uh, won his debut for fun at Saratoga. Uh, drew the rail on the slop and start, start number two. Predictable regression. Uh, hung wide around the track out in the last race against eight rings and predictably, be, predictably beaten. Uh, I, I could see a, a scenario here where uh gets away at a big number and maybe... Uh, uh, steals this one or at the very least hits the board. Okay. Going to Saturday. Philly and Mare sprint. Uh, Kavefe draws the rail. She's handled it twice in one, but uh, the only other time in her career that she ran a triple-digit buyer prior to her last race, she regressed badly in her next start. So uh, I think there's a, I, I think Kavefe is a, a total bet against here. Uh, Selcourt, the seven, uh, is is my top pick. Ouchy, ouchy horse. It seems like if you look at her, her, her running lines uh, tends to do well. Uh, with, with time between her races, this will be her second race off of a six month layoff. Uh, Sadler got off of his Breeders' Cup Schneid last year, and I think uh, she's run a couple of triple digit buyers at Santa Anita already. So I will use Selcourt as my top pick, and I think uh, the other West Coast based runner, uh, Peter Miller's Spice Perfection, the nine. Uh, also figures in this race as well. Uh, the turf sprint looks to me like a wide open, bombs away, double digit priced winner. Uh, I can see a scenario where, uh, Shecky Shabazz, who, uh, Shecky Shabazz now in the barn of John Service, or Jason Service, I should say, mm-hmm. who have, uh, maximum security fame. Uh, this horse ran for a $25,000 claiming tab a couple of starts ago. So this is a, uh, a major move up in class, but. <laughs> Uh, handled it. So I I, I, th- I could see a scenario where uh, Shecky Sabaz gets away and gets brave on the lead. Uh, Imprimis is a horse that I've liked a lot. Uh, I, I could see the three horse Imprimis also running well here. Um, and then the seven Leinster, who, uh, if the speed does tire, uh, could come running, the, mow, mow them down late. But uh, I'm, I, I'd stand against the favorites in this race. 
Dirt Mile, uh, improbable people remember him from the Triple Crown Trail, Absolutely. but I think, I think he, he he's he's burned a lot of money. I think he's a throw out here. Uh, I'm rooting for Omaha Beach. I, I just don't know off of the second or off of that huge race in the sprint against this company. Yep. I would love to see the horse win, but uh, my money's going to be on giant expectations. So I, I had a little incident today, I think, in training. I want to make sure uh, he's okay, but I, I think giant expectations is going to be a, a horse. You're not going to get 12 to 1 on him, but he typically runs well, and, and I think uh, he ran huge in the Pat O'Brien. Uh, the added distance should not hurt him. Uh, Philly and Mare Turf. Sister Charlie uh, going for a repeat. She has her own couple, the stablemate Thais in there, who is just basically pace setter, go mm-hmm. out, run as fast as you can, and tire everybody else out and set it up mm-hmm. for her uh, closing late kick. So she will be tough. Uh, if you're looking for price plays in here to try and uh, either pull an upset or maybe boost the exact to some, uh, John Gosden does not send runners to the Breeders' Cup if they don't have a chance. Uh, the 12 Fanny Logan is one of his runners. Um, it's a big step up in class, but like I said, she isn't here for a vanity trip just to have Godolphin come watch her run. And then the nine Villa Maria, uh, won at Longchamp at her last. She might get a little overlooked in the wagering. I think if people are going to try and beat Sister Charlie, I-, I think they might look to Vasilica, who I think a lot of the U.S. betters are familiar with. She's run, uh, out on the West Coast quite a bit, but I don't think her form is as good as it was last year. So I'd, I'd be looking to beat her as well. Okay. Exactly. We got we got five more races to go. Let's go. As I, as, I, as I'm ripping through this as as quickly as I can. Hopefully not too quick. Uh, the sprint might be my favorite race of the day with Matoli, Imperial Hint, and Chance a lot. Should be a wicked pace. I don't know if Matoli needs the lead. Uh, he won from off the pace uh, at Churchill, so I, I think he can sit and sit and pounce. But if there is a pace collapse, uh, I think the biggest beneficiary would be Whitmore. Who, uh, Whitmore. Uh, old, 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 reliable Whitmore. Breeder, uh, Kentucky Derby Day. Absolutely. Uh, was, was, was hung out wide. He had a terrible trip. Kind of went off similar prices, Batali that day. Uh, and then the True North, clearly something was wrong. Had a layoff, second off the layoff, should be closing. Uh, I, I think, I think he's a must use, uh, if Imperial Hint and, and Chancellot and Matoli, uh, do throw down up front. Uh, the mile, I, I I could look a little foolish here. Uh, got Stormy really figures in the race, but uh, I've tried to beat her a bunch this year. I've had some success in doing it, and I'm going to try and beat her again. I've always thought highly of of the two, LaCullen, who I think I gave out in the, in the prep race uh, a couple of weeks ago. Here, you're going to get a lot better price on LaCullen on Saturday uh, than you did in the in the prep race at Belmont. Okay, I don't like Circus Maximus. Who I think is going to take a lot I like of money. The name. It's a great name, but I, really? I don't like the, the these. I think he has the overbet Euro Invader uh, written all over him. Uh, I think the eight year old Soudois, who's going to be like twenty to one in the morning line. I think he, I think he was he ran a winning race at Keeneland. Uh, I, I think he can uh, can boost your exacto or your try. Maybe even win the race and then uh, and then then the twelve. Hey hey, Gaman uh, ran well on his last race. Over a firm turf course, and I, I think he's going to get overlooked because of the uh, the poor post. It's a great betting race to uh, even if you like got stormy. I, I, I think you're looking at a bunch of double digit priced horses uh, underneath for uh, your try and exacta. Okay, uh, distaff uh, midnight by Sue will be one of the shortest prices over the couple of days. Ran huge in the win at Saratoga over a late. 
regressed, still won her last race. She's going to cycle back uh, to another big performance, and I think uh, she should win here. Uh, if you're looking for uh, someone to maybe throw in the exacto with her, or uh, if you want to try to throw in a, a pick three or something to try and boost your odds, uh, maybe the three street band who won a Philly last time out, mm-hmm. or the uh, the seven secret spice could be uh, a couple of prices to, to throw in there as well. The turf looks like a straightforward race to me. Uh, Bricks and mortar, who a lot of times does make it interesting. And get up very very late. I know that name? Like, oh yes, you did. He, he, <laughs> I mean, he, I, he probably cost me twenty thirty thousand dollars on Kentucky Derby Day if Kerbon hangs Derby on. Day? I was, yep. For sure. uh, was but uh, he, he he's been awesome. He typically wins. He was great in Arlington, but he leaves a lot of work to do sometimes. Some people have uh, distance questions about him. So 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 we'll see. But but he he's a deserving favorite, and uh, I like the ten old Persian if you're going to try and beat him. Um, is that the same race? It is the same they race. They were against? They were, uh, no, 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 on no, Derby no. Day. Uh, Old Persian was not in that race. Okay. No. No. Uh, I don't like Anthony Van Dyke at all. He's 3-1, to one and I don't see it. I like Old Persian much better than Anthony Van Dyke. So um, I think it's either bricks and mortar or Old Persian. If you're looking for a price horse, uh, maybe look at the three United, who, who's actually looked very good in his workouts from what I've been reading, mm-hmm. and, and and the seven Olenek. And then the big one, yeah, the classic. Let's go. Uh, I'm gonna beat McKenzie. I'm gonna try and beat McKenzie. I was just gonna ask you. All right, if you were gonna make the favorite, if you were, who do you think the favorite should be? Who should it be? Yeah, it should be McKenzie just because okay. his proven class level right. and his consistent buyer figures. And who do you think goes off as a favorite? I think McKenzie okay. will. All right, that's what I always now, wonder about. I, I, into I this. do think it's interesting. You have so many. They, McKenzie's at three to one. Uh, Rose, Vino Rosso four to one. Code I'm of Honor four to, to see one. Vino Rosso at four to one. Yeah, he's got a win over the track though. A late six to one. Higher power six to I one. I could see Code of Honor slipping down to like maybe co-favorite close. Whoa, really? Yeah, I, I would love to see Code of Honor win. I, okay, I, he. You could make a case that he ran the best derby. You could. With all the traffic that he had, being yeah. on the worst part of the track, um, he ran huge. And then Shug McGahee <laughs> brought him along nice and slow. Don't rush him back. Save him from this part of the year. Got put up by a DQ at Belmont. Like I would love to see this horse be re- and their connections be rewarded for how they've treated the horse. And he, he can win. Okay. Um, I can also make a case for Yoshida. Who Love ran a Gina. winning race last year in the, at Churchill? Love you, Sheena. Brutal post, I think, beating a length and a quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can win. By the way, that's who Mike Smith goes to. Mike Smith off of McKenzie on Yoshida. So I, I, I just don't get Yoshida's it. Yoshida's Bill Mott, right? Yes, okay. as is a late, and I, and I think maybe yeah, a late, I like a late too. maybe a late the Philly uh, getting away from Midnight by Sue gets a, a better trip and, and, and guts out a win. Um, but but I, I don't get a good vibe about McKenzie. We, we, with, with with Mike going off, uh, didn't make up any ground against Mongolian groom, and maybe it was a pure prep, and they weren't trying to win. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't have a good feeling about McKenzie. And then uh, I, I think higher power is the other horse that can win. So if you're look if you're nice. looking at if you just want to throw McKenzie out and go That's really, really deep on your doing. pick fours and pick fives, I'd use Yoshida, I'd use a late, I'd use higher power, and I'd use Kovalev.
You don't and want Vino Rosso or anything? I don't. Too many miles? I don't know. I love Vino Rosso last year in Belmont and, and yeah. on the Triple Crown. And so I thought anyone, anyone over the track. So if you're telling me I can have a fifth and it's either McKinsey or Vino Rosso, I'll take Vino Rosso just because of the better price. Okay. And, I, and a lot of times in some of these big race days, a lot, a lot of books will have like head-to-head props or like who's going to finish last. I take a long look at fading war of will in the head-to-head props and uh, maybe taking a, a flyer on him to finish last. Uh, he, he is adding blinkers. Uh, the horse has not looked the same okay. since uh, winning the Preakness. Uh, Belmont, no dice. Saratoga looked bad. Uh, even the Parks race was a, was a, sh- a small field, and yeah, I, I, they're running them, and if he sound, fine, but does not look like the same horse. I, I think with blinkers on, he's going to be a little a little keen, and I, I would look to fade War or Will and all these I did. I realize why I don't like the Breeders' Cup as, as much as summertime and all springtime it's, horse it's racing. It's college football Saturday. That, but also is it's like been forever since Saratoga, since I see these horses pop mm-hmm. up again, and I just think about all the times they cost me money. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, the three, Owendale. I bet yep. that horse in every race this past yep. year. I'm on Yoshida, a late code of honor, yeah. and then I'm going to throw Vino Rosso in there. I, I, I think in the try box. You give you give me those four. four three. You, you might want to throw higher power in there as well. Okay. Five horse exact a box. Screw it. We'll throw what, Owendale. In. What? 40, we'll just take Owendale 40, across 40 the board. Buck, Forty buck. All right. Forty eight. Five five horse exact a box. Forty is or sixty four. Uh, Forty right. Forty for two. It's five times four. Yeah. All right. You're the math guy. If you're still listening, I have a couple double X t-shirts left over. That's it. Hit me up. I need, with I need, I need you to send one of those to a buddy of mine. All right, I got to get give. All right, so now I only have like maybe five. Okay. So for first people to listen to this, this and he's like, and he's like a large. Be, he's like a large, by the way. So he's well, too bad to, you're getting yeah. a two X, pal. All right, take us away. The less you bet, the more you lose when you win.